This show is brought to you by ERN. Find us online at ernlive.com. Traffic ahead. Kyle Busch, the leader. Carl Edwards right there. Moves him to win it. Carl Edwards bumping, dump, and run. How did he pull that off? That's a teammate. Oh, uh, yes. One of the most memorable moments in my history of watching NASCAR. And um, I'm fortunate. I'm lucky. This is a bucket list check for this NASCAR lover. The one and only Carl Edwards joins us today. How are you doing, brother? Hey, I'm uh, doing really good. And uh, thank you for having me on. This is uh this is cool. I know what you've been doing for a long time for the racing world, so it's it's awesome to be on with. Well, I appreciate it, man. And I got to see, I got to meet your car last year in Vegas. It was on display, <laughs> but uh, cool. You and you and Kenseth are teammates now, and uh, and I got to say this, and I'm not saying it because you're on the show. The fact that you are a role model driver and. I think that's what the world's missing today. I mean, we have a lot. Of, NASCAR always says the last wholesome sport we have left because you guys are true role models, and I think kids can look up to you because you guys are clean. You're all American. We stand for the what's right. And in NASCAR, you know, even if you guys don't like each other, it's funny in NASCAR. You guys all come together and you support. And, and I wish the NFL and the NBA and everybody else would follow suit like NASCAR is. But uh, Carl, you're definitely a role model, and. Uh, even though if someone races you dirty, you always just bite your lip. How do you do that? I do not always, but uh, I appreciate you. <laughs> For the most part. You've <laughs> given me more credit than I deserve. But, um, you know, I, I look at it like it's a, it's a true competition. It's one of the neatest things ever just to get to be able to drive one of these race cars. And once you get out there, you know, it's, it's, it's a, every man for himself. There's only going to be one winner. And to me, I was, I was raised just to race as hard as you possibly can. And, um, and to, you know, just, just respect that everybody else, uh, you know, they work just as hard. And sometimes even if, if things get ugly, if you meant to do it, you got to say, hey, I meant to do that. And if, if you didn't mean to do it, you got to say, hey, I'm sorry, and, uh, and I owe you one. But, but it's, it's competition, and it's, uh, I just feel really fortunate to be a part of it. Okay, so no one's ever asked you this, and I, I, I know you've been racing your whole life, but where did it start? I've never heard anyone ever say, hey, Carl, you started in Legends or you Quarter Midgets. Where did your taste for racing come from? So my dad and Kenny Schrader are cousins, and so dad and, uh, and Kenny kind of started both racing, I don't know, in the late 70s, and my dad owns a little Volkswagen repair shop, Okay. and so dad races, uh, he races four-cylinder Volkswagen cars, he built them, you know, just over in the corner of the garage, he built the engines, and, you know, had a little open trailer, and I went to the race with my dad since I was two weeks old, and when I was about 15, uh, we built a little, a little four-cylinder car. I think the car cost twelve hundred bucks. Wow! It ran twelve lap features. My dad had a driver's license made for me that said I was sixteen. So, um, so we went racing. And just, <laughs> that was it. I mean, I, I didn't ever, I didn't ever even believe I'd get to race on a, a pavement racetrack. And you know, so the opportunities I've had and the for- good fortune that I've had has been, um, I feel like I won the lottery. So to me, I just, I raced dirt and dreamed of this and passed mm-hmm. out business cards. And Schrader let me come work for him for a summer, which I learned a lot. That's, right. Uh, that was a lot of fun, but just kind of started at the local dirt track. And I always wondered that because, you know, everyone has their story. And what before you got in a cup and, and, and being a pro, what, what was your favorite thing in the race back in the day? So the the IMCA Modifieds okay. were really cool. We had a, a NASCAR weekly racing series track. It's gone now, which is sad. So we had a racing uh, a track here with the Modifieds, and 
it would usually get dry and slick, and we won two track championships there, just me and my buddies working out of my mom's garage, and, and to me, that was really a blast. Um, right. I'd go I'd go to the racetrack and beg people to let me drive, and every once in a while, I'd drive my car and two or three other cars in other classes, and just race every Saturday night. Did any of the old-timers come up and say, this kid has it? Um, I don't remember much of that. I okay. remember people telling me to get away from the trailer. They're not, not going to let me drive the race car. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, it's really cool. I mean, everybody out there that's listening to races locally knows how much of a struggle it is. Oh, yeah. But that's that's the most fun part. I remember being broke down on the side of the highway after the races one night about midnight. Our, we had a, a, the biggest piece of junk. We bought this bus from a church, and we turned it into our race hauler. And, right. I mean, it was terrible. And um, one of the guys we raced against stopped and pulled over, and, and we were – I don't know, fixing a fuel pump or something, and, and he, I was so dejected, and he, he said, remember this, he said, the cream always rises, he's like, don't quit, keep, right. keep working, you know, and, and I, that stuck with me, people don't know how much those compliments or, or those motivational things mean. You know, it's funny you say that, the thing that sticks in my head is, you know, we do a lot with Chip Foose, you've probably had a, with Stanley, work with him a lot, yeah. and, and Foose said to me last year, we do a big car show inside the Columbus Zoo, and he says, you know, Boots, he says, the day you sign your last autograph is the day your career is over, never forget that. And boy, yeah. did that stick with me. And then, you know, at your guys' level, I mean, I look at you. I mean, we're, we've had Jack Roush on the show a ton. What a wonderful guy. Uh, very serious, very straight-laced. And then you go over to Gibbs. I mean, I'm sitting there saying, man, you've been with two legends. I mean, Gibbs Racing, to me, he, he won't let any alcohol in his car. He's such a role model guy. And, and I often think, man, when you went over to him, everybody was kind of skeptical. I said, what a perfect team. You couldn't have two better guys racing together. Yeah, and I feel like I've raced for three true American heroes. I raced for Mike Mittler, okay. who, uh, based out of St. Louis. He runs uh, you know his own business, his own company. Built you know works twenty five hours a day. And then I got the opportunity to drive for Jack Roush, who I mean literally is just a he's a one of a kind mm-hmm. guy. He, um, he he loves everything that is American, and he takes care of everybody that works for him, all the thousands of people. So I had a, that was amazing. And then to move over and to drive for uh, for Coach Gibbs and learn everything. You know, learn about him and how he lives his life and what he does. I, I feel so fortunate. I've, I've had some amazing role models to strive for. Carl, this is your second season now with Joe Gibbs, and your guys, uh, the whole team is doing great. Mm-hmm. Denny Hamlin's up there, uh, Kansas up there in points, Kyle Bush. Oh, yeah. How do you guys uh, all bounce things off of each other, one? And then, two, do you guys really push and compete with each other? Yeah, I mean, that that, that intro you played, you know, of us <laughs> racing yeah. at Richmond last yeah. time, uh, you know, we got done with that race, and I bumped Kyle out of the lead, and we ended up winning the race. And there, there were some hard feelings after that. I mean, Kyle and I talked, you know, and I, I picked one back from him. If I'm leading this weekend to Richmond, he's more <laughs> near my back bumper. Sure. I know what's coming. So, uh, you know, but, but I think that at the end of the day, it shows you. And my crew chief pointed this out. He said, look, no matter what, no matter what hard feelings are, it should be very clear that everyone here at Joe Gibbs Racing, we race each other hard. We do not right. pull any punches when it comes down to racing for victory and and that's cool. So we've got a group that can that can help one another, and then a group that we can compete as hard as, as anyone could against each other, which is really rare. Hey, Carl, we got to go to break, but I want to talk to you a little bit more about that race, and um, I also want to talk to you about classic cars as well. You're tuned into Street Rod and Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots Longinette, and Ryan Baker in the Fishy Bowl. This show is presented in part by Haynes, the worldwide leader in automotive and motorcycle repair information for over 50 years. We'll be right back. 